Welcome, welcome to Reset with Nat's Money Boosting Monday. I am your host, Natalie Walters. Now, before we boost our dollars, we have to get our financial portfolios right. Now, how are we gonna do that? We're doing it through financial literacy, accountability, and sacrifice. If you've been joining me, then you know phase one is credit up and debt down. There are many of us paying off our debt and planning for a prosperous and profitable future. And how are we getting that done? We're being vulnerable, getting educated, and staying committed. Join me and a community of others on our debt-free journey and our money-boosting experience. Now let's get this episode started. Thank you for joining me once again. This is chapter three of the Atomic Habits written by James Clear. We are three weeks into our book read, and I hope that as you read or as you listen to any part of what I get to share as my review to this book, that you are at least taking some type of information in that you are able to apply to your life. I honestly find the book valuable. So let's continue with chapter three. Thanks for joining me once again. This is Natalie Walters at Reset with Nat. How we see ourselves in the future. That's what we talked about last week, right? Um, We have to have a different vision for ourselves. Instead of seeing ourselves in our current state, look to see where you want to go in the future and try to emulate that at this kind of, at this time in our life, start implementing those habits. Look at the type of person or um, if it's a career, if it's whatever it is, whatever you want to have, you have to start acting as if you have it now. So what changes do we have to make? Um, what traits do we have that we want to eliminate, right? We have to start thinking about those, putting them in our minds, being conscious of our actions so that way we can make the improvements that we want. And knowing that it takes time, so we don't need to be hard on ourselves when we're making these changes. We just have to be conscious and definitely try to um, make that change. So for myself, you know, waking up early, Oh, you know what? You told me you see it. This this means I just won't see who comes on when the screen is blank. Yeah, so, <clears throat> so chapter three, it starts with how to build better habits. So the other chapters were basically preparing us, what the atomic habits are, how we are going to prepare ourselves to get ready to start changing our or building better habits, right? And the chapter starts with an experiment that a um, scientist had did with uh, some cats. And what they did was they put the cats in little boxes and they had different escape routes. But because boxes aren't a natural environment, they wanted to see how these cats would respond. How long would it take for them to get out of the box, right? So they did that and It started off with the cat taking about six minutes. Cats were taking like six minutes to get out of the box because they they weren't used to it. They get inside, they're going around, they're looking at all these things. And then there's a lever, there's a hole to get out. There's different options for them to get out. But because they're not used to the environment, they're panicking. And then finally, every time they got into it, in the box and in the position, every time they did the experiment, it's like the cats 
started to become comfortable with the environment and they started to understand, okay, I got to do this to get my reward, which was outside because they had cat food outside waiting for them. So it went from six minutes of trying to decide how to get out to them actually getting out within one minute. And that was after doing the, the, the experiment over a series of time. Um, it's an automatic response that happened the more the action was done. And it said, studies have shown that satisfying behaviors followed by satisfying consequences tend to be repeated. And then unpleasant consequences are repeated less, right? So I don't know. Sometimes I feel that that's a statement. I don't know. It depends on the person because I know that I've done things where it's like, okay, my, my action, sometimes I know in that moment, maybe not be the right thing, but I've done it. Um, because I just want to, I just want to do it. Right. And that's how I used to be, especially as a child. So maybe it's based on age and then also experiences that you go through. You don't really know what the true consequence of it is at, at the end. So when they're saying satisfying cons consequences are repeated, well, sometimes something satisfying, you don't even know that if you take another course of action, that would be better for you. You're just used to a certain way, which is the easy route. So you're going to do the easy route, such as exercising. You know what? Ex exercising is a great thing, right? However, it's not as comfortable. So instead of me getting in my car, instead of me not getting in the car and going to the store, which is maybe five minutes away, I, which is satisfying, I should be walking the 10 minutes, which would have a better effect on me in the long term, right? Um, that's an example. And <clears throat> even financially, when it, we look at our finances, you know, payday loans, a situation comes up and it's like, oh my gosh, I need, I need money. So the first thing I'm going to do, don't want to borrow from family, you don't necessarily have the other the emergency fund or you don't have a loan to tap into morning morning aisha how are you hey thanks for joining yeah so sometimes you may not it's the atomic habits i'm going over chapter three and we're talking about how to form better habits today um i don't know if you've read the book before or not however there's replays on instagram okay uh, today, we're just talking about some of the decisions that we make, why we make them, and how we can eliminate what we're doing so that we, we can make better choices and form better habits over the long term. So I was just talking about payday loans. You know, sometimes we end up in a situation where we're not prepared, and instead of, you know, really rationalize, rationalizing what we're doing. Do I need more time? Can I ask for more time? We're just like, you know what? I'm stressed. I need it. I'm going to go take this loan. And it's not the best thing, right? Um, it's the way we react. Our nervous system doesn't give us time to really react properly. Sometimes we're impulsive, right? Um, a habit is a behavior that has become repeated enough times to become automatic. 
So we must understand that trial and error as a part of, is a part of the process of forming a habit. So example, um, you get into a new situation, you know, whatever the experience is, the brain must decide what it's going to do. And it's usually unsure what to do because it's, especially if it's something new. So we have to try different things. The first time you might try one thing. Okay, the payday home is where I went the first time. The second time I'm going to go somewhere else. The third time I'm going to go somewhere else. And you keep repeating the same behavior, right? Um, now, the word for neurological, because it says, I know you're probably telling me. It, it says it pauses, so I, I'm sorry, it's telling me that it has paused. So according to dictionary.com, the word neurological system, it's, it's, it's our nervous system, right? So when we have decisions to make that are unknown or different, our brain moves rapidly. Uh, we analyze the situation, we try to make sense of it, we take information in, and then we, we're supposed to be learning an effective way or a course of action on how to handle it. Uh, however, the nervous system is usually anxious and in pursuit of finding uh, the best re resolution to discover what could calm us down, right? What can resolve that feeling of feeling anxious. Sharon? Um, are you seeing me still? Because on my end, it's saying that it's paused. When my screen goes blank, it says it's paused. Or is it still recording like you said the last time? Because this poor connection thing at 5.30 in the morning, hmm. Can you see? Right now, not right now should be okay because it's the screen's on, but it paused for a minute. Yeah, it says a poor connection. My, 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 my. Yeah. Okay, so let me go through this because, you know, Instagram's not playing with nobody and neither is Bell. I don't know what's going on. My bill is paid. I'm going to have to give them a little ding-a-ling. Anyhow, <laughs> so another example is you have a car. And everything's going well. You, we we know, you know, people know that, you know, you have a car and especially if it's a second hand, it's not necessarily one that you get from the dealership, um, a brand new car. We have these issues of, oh, you know that something's going to happen within six months, but you do six to six months to a year, but you just don't know when there's a possibility. You do your regular maintenance, your oil checked, everything's good. But then one day there's this big circumstance that happens, this big issue that happens and the car is not accessible anymore. And, you know, vehicles, because they are so convenient and all the bells and whistles that they do and have for us, you know, we're reliant. So we panic. Oh my gosh, the car's not working. I need to get it fixed. However, our, our mind starts racing, okay, especially if you don't have money to do it. Once again, we're going back into this thing. What am I going to do? Borrow here, borrow there, borrow there. And we get the issue resolved. We feel good. And we repeat this thing again. If it happens again another year, we know, okay, you know what? Shoot, we're going to have to borrow some money. Because really and truly what we're doing is that's a habit that we have formed. And a situation comes up, we borrow money, right? 
Um, not we, or I'm not saying what you do, but a lot of people, that is what ends up happening. And not knowing that the consequence of the borrowing, the reaction to what we're doing is not necessarily the best decision um, in the long term, but it is satisfying in the moment because it actually gets you to calm down and start to think properly for that moment until the bill starts to come back in, right? So this is called the feedback loop where your habits shape your identity, your identity shapes your habits. And they talked about that in chapter two. Um, habits are reliable, are reliable, and they're supposed to be simple solutions to recurring problems, right? Um, <clears throat> now, I'm not too sure about you, but it's like, what do you feel about your financial habits? Are they giving you positive results or are they causing you more issues, right? So the habits that we have for our finances, we do have to pay attention to them. I use finances in this particular um, conversation because that's what my page is, but it doesn't matter what habit it is. It could be for any area of your life. What, what habits are, do you have? Are they beneficial or are they, do they have consequences that are actually detrimental not detrimental, but very um, negative in the long term. So we are supposed to create good habits to a recurring life problem or event. We should have reliable solutions and not make things worse. We'll make it a lot less challenging on our neurological system. I mean, what we're also doing, especially when we don't make good choices, and we repeat negative behavior is we're causing our body to always lock in and not lock up. We're probably causing a lot of stress on our heart. You know, we're doing a lot of damage to ourselves as well. That's another thing that we have to consider when we're not making good decisions. It's a lot of emotions and that's not good, right? So if we can just learn what it is that we're doing wrong and make small corrections to it. So that way we're prepared. We're better prepared for a life event. That's it. So we have to lock in cues. So cues are the things that predict what's happening, right? So I talked about the car situation. We understand that. We need to reevaluate our habit, habits and make sure that when we do it, we'll succeed, such as in the sense of finances. Well, what we can do is start to budget. Be more consistent or be consistent or choose to try to budget find a way to make budgeting a regular routine that does not seem difficult because when we're forming habits we don't need to make this process difficult the thing is all we have to do is look at it as this okay i gather up my papers i save receipts when i shop one or i have my banking and i open up that application i have a little music playing and I make some time for me to budget. That's a nice little way to get things done and do it on a regular basis. Choose one day a week and we just and you just go over your finances so we can see where the money is going. That extra money that we find can turn into money that ends up being an emergency fund. So that way we can revise how we respond to crises such as a car issue. Instead, we would not be um, having panic where, oh my gosh, I don't have money. The car issue happens. Oh my gosh, my response, I don't have money. So I have to go borrow. Instead, now what we've done is we've 
gone over our budget on a regular basis. We know how to allocate our money in different areas. And there's an emergency fund saved. So that way, in time of crisis, we can go to our own banking and get the money from that. And then we already know how to budget and rebuild and establish. Positive habits lack in cues to success and lock everything else out, which results in brain, brain, Good morning. Morning. How are you? <laughs> so it's just a review of the atomic habits. I'm having a lot of difficulty with the connection right now with the internet. It's cutting in and out, which is extremely frustrating. But yes, so crisis. What we need to do is instead of reacting in crisis, thank you. We need to pay attention to exactly what's happening. They said habit formation is very useful and to a conscious mind, and it is a bottleneck of the brain. So when we have to make the decision, it is, it's like, it's the most narrowest time. We feel the pressure in between. It's like, okay, there's an event that happens and we have to move our way up. And it's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And here we are with that before we hit the bigger part. I did a drawing. And I don't know what you guys are going to think of the drawing, but see, when we get to this area, we're calm. Up here is when we're stressed out, trying to make the decision, right? But if you have good habits, you're not going to be stressed. You're going to have a proper response to, what it, to whatever it is. Um, a lot of people think that when they have to form new habits, that it's a restrictive lifestyle. Um, they don't have the opportunity to be, opportunity to be spontaneous with their life anymore. So they feel like they don't want to um, become, like form a habit of doing the same thing repeatedly because it will take away from the feeling of freedom in life. Um, so in that sense, I'm going to use the example of a habit versus freedom would be having a savings and budgeting or spending and then not getting fulfillment, right? You're not, you're not able to get fulfilled because... You have to save and you have to budget. So you're used to just shopping when you want and doing what it is you feel. The problem is nothing more than a solution to strengthen our minds. Oh, we've missed the right path. I know you know. <laughs> That's right. A problem is nothing more than a solution to strengthen our minds. So with that, you know, that, that portion, um, it says habits create freedom. So good habits, good financial habits. We can help eliminate debt. It reduces our stress. It opens opportunities and it gives us options when we have good financial habits. Now there's a science to how forming habits work, uh, to how um, habits work. It's the four steps, which is the backbone to every habit. And there is the cues, craving, response, and then the reward. Now, the cues is a signal. Something happens, and it says, historically, cues used to be related to food, water, and sex. Very basic, right? Currently, cues are related to money, fame, power, praise, and approval. So those are the cues. Oh, my gosh, this is what's happening. Do I have enough money? Am I, am I unpopular? How, what am I going to do to get popular? Oh, my gosh, that's a crisis. So those are the cues that actually set up a feeling for us, which then... Um, brings through 
the next response, which is the craving. What do I have to do? We all crave something different. Everybody craves things different. You may crave um, power and status. Someone else may look for praise and approval. And then there's somebody else that's just like, you know what? I just need water and food. I'll be fine. We all do it different. And then our emotions and our thoughts are also what's part of the craving, right? Which is when we transform the cue into the craving. The response is the habit that we actually perform in that moment. So what are we thinking? And what is our motivator? And if it's a mental or physical effect, it requires, it says, if mental and physical effort is required, then most people tend to be a little bit more resistant, you know, because if it takes too much thought, it's too much for some people, right? Too much thought. We're a little lazy. It's physical. Sometimes it might seem overwhelming. So, I mean, as I was talking about budgeting, it is not a very difficult thing, but it's not the most exciting thing. So it's the thought that we have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's the thought that we have is what reaction we follow. So that's why sometimes we end up having very negative responses to our situations, which builds bad habits, right? Because if we're thinking, oh, this is boring, this is no good, then obviously we're not gonna be interested in improving our situation. Um, I'll just use an example. So I do this workout for 30 minutes in the morning and the gentleman, it's, I really like the workout because what he does is he encourages he encourages you, he encourages us as we go along. You know, they always say four more, three more, two more, one. But then what he'll say at some point is, okay, I know your mind may be saying to you, don't, good morning, good morning, Carla. Thanks for joining. So I know he'll, so we're just going over the chapter three of the Atomic Habits. And right now we are discussing the four steps that is required when we're forming our habits. So there's Q, which is the signal that tells you, the craving, it's how we feel, and our response, our emotions. And then um, we're moving into, sorry, the craving, yes, and how we feel and what our neurological system tells us, and then our actual response. So this gentleman, I was talking about um, a workout program that I do in the morning. And what he does is he says, I know you're doing a workout and I know you may feel like you don't want to complete this or you feel tired, but don't worry about that. He'll say, I want you to smile. He goes, you have to enjoy what you're doing. Put a smile on your face, trick your mind or speak over your mind and get yourself feeling different because if you make your, basically you're tricking your body. So when I'm doing the workout now, I'm like, oh God, you know, I can't wait for the water break. But then he says, smile. And then after I start smiling and I'm like, all right, you know, and it automatically it does, it does make a difference. The way we react to things, if we think a certain way, if we react a certain way, then the results we get is exactly what it is. Good morning. Hey, what's up? Real talk, real talk with the real talk. <laughs> Thanks for joining. So our response is the action that we have and it's what motivates us to either continue going 
or it will be something that will help us make us move backwards, right? Um, and then at the end of it all, there's a reward. It's a response should bring us rewards. So the cues notice the reward and the craving wants the reward. Now, rewards satisfy and it teaches us. Rewards should satisfy and teach us. I don't know what or how it works for you, but sometimes we do things and we don't necessarily look at the end result as a lesson. We should be learning from a lot of the things we do, especially when they don't work out. But a lot of the times when we do things, you know, I think it depends on the age. I think the older you get, you start to think about your life a little deeper. I find that when I was young and something would happen, I would just go through it and I wouldn't even think about what the outcome was and why I was affected that way. You know what I mean? But the, the older I get, I do think about it more. So here's an example for me. Um, you know, we want to have, I want to have a good retirement plan. So the cue is that I need to be preparing for basic food, shelter, I want to be able to have a little financial free freedom in the sense where I can just get up and travel if I want to. And then you want to, I want to be able to support my child if there's a need for him when he's an adult, right? And that makes me feel that if I have that money, I'll have peace of mind, I'll be relaxed, I'll be happy, and I know there will be love, right? So the response is what I have to do is I have to ensure that I have proper protection in place. I have insurance. I make sure my debts are reduced. I make sure that there's an emergency fund available. There's money and there's investments there. So that way, if anything, when it's time to retire, I am not panicking because I do not have money available, right? Um, the reward is, yeah, I'm well set up. I'm getting to live the life that I want to live. I don't necessarily know it now because now is when we're taking action for that long-term effect. But the thing is, in my mind, I'm visualizing where I want to be. And that's what we need to do, right? We need to take the steps that we, we want to see for our future later on. So we have to take these steps now. So when we get to that point, we know, okay, I planned, things are secure. If any other circumstance comes up, I'll have other ways to deal with it. So rewards make us um, recognize which actions are important. Our nervous system will appreciate when we are happy and we have peace of mind. So it likes when we do things properly versus just moving and flying by by the moment. You know, the more you do something and it continues to give us bad results, that's when we should really tap into ourselves and say, okay, what in the world's going on? How can I make this change? There's something with the decision making that I'm doing that is not good. What is it that I'm doing wrong and how can I change it, right? So that means it's a habit. More than likely, it's a habit that needs to be changed. And it says, if a behavior is insufficient in any of the four areas, which is the cue, the response. Well, hold on. You know what? Sorry, guys. Mental maturity is a must-see oh, through Throughout is the start and the end of everything. Continue to be a light in the darkness of this world. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a process, right? It is a process to grow and also to be bold, to make certain changes that will not only help yourself, but others, right? So I appreciate that. 
Um, so yeah, you have your cue, your craving, the response, and the reward. So when we're on all of these stages, we have to have behavior that is sufficient and supportive to exactly what it is we're doing. And then we go back to chapter two. He talked about the habit loop, which is, you know, the continuous steps of just repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Whether it's good or bad, you're going to get the reward that you want. So that's why we have to start thinking, what habits can I change? And I was telling, um, I was saying earlier for myself, one was waking up early. So <clears throat> this is my, it's like probably week two. And when I'm sleeping and I decide time to, well, the alarm goes off, I say to myself, I don't want to. Oh, I'll just give myself more time. I'm actually telling myself over that other voice, no, you're not going to give yourself more time. You need to wake up. And then within, I drink some water because drinking water is another practice that I'm doing. So I'm just giving you guys examples of how I'm implementing the information from the book. So drinking water, it's become a habit now for me. I've done a 30-day water challenge and it's worked out very well. I had accountability partners, which made it even more, um, it made it better, right? We tagged each other and said, hey, you're drinking your water, and that's great. Sorry. So it keeps every everyone feeling motivated. Hold on. It keeps up the motivation. So at the same time, I have a group of people doing something with me. I form new habits, and at the same time, I got the rewards of it. I literally started to see my, my my body felt different. My energy felt different. I think it even helps me with the waking up uh, in the morning. I don't feel groggy and tired. And, and, and you know, normally I just want to always sleep, right? I was drinking too much coffee and juice and, you know, all of these things that, necess that don't necessarily feed the body right. So H2O, it's a good thing. So these are the, the, the habits that I'm changing and I'm now starting to see the results of it. I apologize. I'm coming down to the end, guys. I apologize for the continuous pauses because it's, it's a poor internet connection. So with that, I'm seeing good results. And for me, when I see the good results, then I want to continue doing it. Okay, so I'm going to continue doing it. What about you guys? What habits are you forming or are you or did you go through the process of forming that has brought you positive results and you are happy that you've made that decision? Um, our brain consciously scans our environment and it's predicting what's next. Trying two different responses, um, learning from the results. So it tries different things to see what's working and what's not, right? Um, with that, that, that's what the man said. I don't know why I took that piece because I didn't, I didn't dig down into it, right? So replacing old habits with new ones and being committed to them. The commitment is the key. The commitment is the key. Um, but you know what he said in the book? Because a lot of the times when we try to change a habit, we go really extreme. Maybe sometimes we need to take, depends on what it is that you're trying to improve. If we're trying to do too many things at one time, that could also end up being discouraging. So he's like, try to um, make it as simple and as and interesting as possible, right? Try not to make it a difficult process. So with the 
water challenge that I had, right? I'm going to give an example because I have a friend that wanted to do it as well. And she's, I said to her, it's 3.7 liters. So she's like, okay. So I showed her my jug. She looked at the jug. She's like, you drink a, that's, you drink that? And I said, um, hey, Carla. I said, no, I don't drink it out of that big jug. If I look at that jug every time I have to drink out of it, that's going to turn me off. I said, I have my cup and then put my water in my cup. And then I put, leave the jug where it is. So I just drink out of the cup every time. So I'm looking at this small amount of water. I don't necessarily pick up the jug and just drink the water. Because if I had to do that, I would keep looking at the amount that's left and be bothered. What I do is I pick it up, I drink from my glass where I'm, you know, wherever I am in the apartment. So I'm not looking at this big thing and it looks like it's, it's, it's a challenge, right? We have to do things and manipulate the way we do things so that way we can actually get what it is we want as a result. Um, then he talks about the habit loop. So he said it's split into two phases. There's a problem and the solution area, right? So the problem is the cue and the craving. And then the response, sorry, the solution is the, yes, start girl. I'm going to send you, okay, so I'm, because this, my 30 days ended the other day. It ended on Sunday. So I started again yesterday. I have my jug on the counter. So I will definitely send you, yes, I will definitely send you a tag with the water. Make sure I'm watching you. Let's drink this water and get good skin. You guys, to be honest, um, last month under here i know right now i have a filter on but at the same time i'm telling you honest to god last year under here it was so dark and indented right and i wanted some type of cream i called this girl and i was like hey because they sell products i was like what do you guys have how can you help me and then i tried it it's okay but it's not the result that i need I actually saw the water challenge and I said, let me try it. And I'm telling you, within the 30 days, my skin has cleared up. Yes, I have a little indentation here, but I'm noticing it's like the detoxing of my skin through drinking the water is so great. So enjoy the water challenge. And it will be difficult with the bathroom, but at the end of the day, we got to start somewhere, right? So back to this. So the habit loop, there's two phases, problem and solution. So the cue, we wake up in the morning and we feel alert. We feel great. Um, no, we want to feel alert. Excuse me. So an example of a solution would be we get a cup of coffee. Now, just because I'm drinking water doesn't mean I don't drink. Listen, I don't drink coffee every day. I've reduced it. I used to drink coffee three times a day, but now I drink it three times a week. So because I don't want to make, like the man said, don't make it difficult. If I drink coffee, all, I mean water all day, every day, it is boring. I need to give myself my little cup, a little cup of coffee. Pump me up a little bit, one or two times, right? And three times a week. So drink my coffee and it makes me feel great. I feel satisfied. And I associate drinking coffee with actually what has woke me up, which is not necessarily the thing. Right? How beneficial is it to always drink coffee? I know that I know the outcome of that. It is not necessarily good because of the, the sugar and 
the options are great, definitely great, and we need to learn to use that <laughs> and be provide ourselves more options instead of sticking to the same thing all the time. And then we learn what works and what doesn't, right? Um, there's four laws of behavior change. We're coming down to the end of this chapter, and he says they are a simple set of rules for creating good habits and breaking old ones. So when we identify, which is the cue, make it obvious. We identify what is happening and we have to make it obvious. So, uh, you know, when I mentioned the car, the, the car situation, okay, this car is not working now. Oh my gosh. We're not going to, we're not going to panic. Whatever our habit is, we're going to make it attractive. So as I mentioned, if we're looking to form a, a better habit, we're going to have better thoughts about how we're going to solve our issue. We're going to think a little bit more instead of going into the panic thought process. What do I have to do? I have to form a habit that's going to make it a lot easier the next time this happens. So I'm going to do budgeting on a regular basis. Sorry about that. I'm going to budget on a regular basis. And when I budget, now I'm going to save money for an emergency fund. But we have to make this budgeting process simple and actually um, fun. And we, when our mind thinks, oh, gosh, i got to do a budget. Oh, well, you know what? That's going to take away from all that you want to do. Well, instead of thinking that way, what we're going to think is, all right, you know what, I don't necessarily like budgeting, but you know, I'll, I'll take that time as my self-care. And, you know, after I do whatever fun thing that I do, or I'll have a glass of wine and just write down my numbers. Nah, it should take me about 15, 20 minutes. That's not bad. Think about it in a positive way instead of, especially because when we're adding structure to our lives, it doesn't necessarily always feel fun. So think about it in a way that sounds fun. Oh, a little time for me. And at the same time, I have my little vibe, whether it's music and a drink as I go through my numbers and I kind of plug everything in. So the reward will be satisfying. Shoot. Every time you do your budget, you end up seeing money in your account on the side. And that is rewarding. That's exciting because you now have accomplished something. So when an issue comes up, the next time that cue that happens, oh, if it's a car situation, if it's a house repair that has to be done, you know, oh my gosh, I'm not doing it as per norm where I panic and I run to the payday loan place because I don't have no money or I've gone to the bank or I'm using a credit card or I have to ask somebody because I have not taken the steps to building better habits, right? So we start off with something small. We, sorry, we make it obvious. We make it attractive. We make it easy. And we, when we do that, we're going to make it satisfying. So now he's going to talk, he's going to, in the end of the book, he tells us about, not the book, end of the chapter, he talks about how to break bad habits. So what we need to do is when we identify the cue, we make it invisible. So, okay, the, the vehicle thing happens, like you can't change a life event from happening, but when... <clears throat> So when there is some type of repair or anything that has to be done, we cannot change that the fact that that has to happen. But we make whatever it is invisible. Oh, no, sorry. We're talking about the bad habit. So let's talk about a bad habit. Sorry. Me. 
I like to eat. I like food, right? And there are times where, I'm sorry, I just have to think about it because I literally have to be so intentional when I when it comes to food to not go back for the second plate sometimes. Because my taste buds, they are attracted to a lot of flavors. And then also with food, I like crunch. Now me not buying certain things in the house because of my control shouldn't be penalizing other people in the house who can control the way they choose to eat. Good morning, good morning, thanks for joining. I'm just finishing up right now, but I appreciate you tapping in. Um, so we're talking about breaking bad habits at this point. So we have to, so I was talking about myself, food. I find it attractive. I think about the flavor, the smell, the texture, the look, and then when it tastes real good, I usually want to eat more. But now what I've done is when I get that cute, go and eat more, I now start to think, mm -mm, you don't need more. Are you full? How does your stomach feel? Is your stomach all the way out? Do you need any more or does your stomach feel okay? Why are you going to put more pressure on your belly? So I make it look unattractive because obviously I'm telling you guys I'm exercising. So I'm working on the belly. So now I'm making it look unattractive. I don't want the belly. So I don't really need that. So my response is different now because I'm not going back to that plate because the way I see it, if I do, it's going to go against the other things that I'm trying to accomplish. So I'm going to control myself and the reward, it will not be, it, it says make it unsat unsatisfying. Well, the reward when you, when I overeat is I end up gaining the weight that I don't necessarily want. Or sometimes you end up with stomach problems because you ate what you're not supposed to be eating. Maybe you're eating too, consuming too much of it. So you end up getting stomach pain. So I think about all the, those negative things as a means for me not to go back for the second plate. And I've reduced my, my size of eating, right? Because I, I, I like food. I already said that. So when it comes to good habits, we're forming new habits. What we have to do is we make it obvious that that's what we want to do. We make it attractive. Like I said, when we're going to budget, do something fun. Do it in a fun way. Maybe we call a friend and say, hey, you know what? You want to go over a weekly budget? Let's let's hang out. We'll um, set ourselves up like we're doing here and we'll just go through our stuff. You, we'll, we'll do it together. Sometimes having that partner or someone around you um, doing the same thing makes it fun. But at the same time, we don't necessarily have to be reliant on other people to accomplish our goals. Sometimes we just have to do what we got to do, right? So do it in a way where it does not seem overwhelming. Okay. I'm going to start off every two weeks with remain disciplined by not avoiding temptation, but by facing, fighting, and defeating it. Great stuff, beloved. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your response. I appreciate that. It's a discipline, um, but even scheduling out time, like repeating the same time frame is what can make it, you, you know, okay, this is the time I have to do it. So you're gone to do that. You're not worried about, oh, I have to fit it in. Because when you have to fit things in is when you get distracted and they don't necessarily get done, right? So we're going to make our bad habits invisible when we get that cue. We're going to make the craving look unattractive 
we're going to respond in um, the response. It's going to be difficult. It's not going to seem like anything that we want to do. And the reward is not going to be satisfying. So when we have that, that's the way we're going to look at everything. That's, that's a habit that we want to break. Make it all look not interesting. I don't like that. When I think about doing whatever it is, nope, I'm not doing it. It's just like when I went through my debt repayment journey, right? Um, I know what it's like to get the phone calls all the time from these people wanting my money and how I would argue with them, right? Arguing with them would raise my stress levels. It didn't change anything on my credit bureau. It didn't give me any flexibility or options in life. So I started to look at all the limitations that were put in front of me. And it was like, I'm not gonna be able to do anything for my child when he reaches a certain age if I don't make certain changes. So what I started to do was look at the outcome. And that's what he talked about last week is look at where it is you wanna go and what habits do you need to implement to be able to support you so you'll be able to get there. And without even reading this book, I did, that's what I had to do. That's what I naturally did. I said, this doesn't look good. And that's not what I want. This is where I want to be. So these are the actions that I got to take. And when I took those actions, the rewards came. I made it obvious. Um, it looked attractive by paying off these bills and, and, and speaking to these bill collectors confidently. Yes, yes. Send me the paperwork. Um, yeah, I'll be making the payment on such and such a day. You know what? Having the conversation, it was different. I was like, you know what? I'm doing this thing. And every time I got a letter of release, it made me feel good. I accomplished something good. It was satisfying. That was my reward, right? So eliminating debt is a really good thing. And it's because of the way I started to view what I was doing. I started to be conscious of my actions. So our habits are formed by the systems in our lives. What systems do you have that are making your life better? What systems do you have in your life that are making areas of your life challenging? I pose that question to you. I don't know if you guys have the book, The Atomic Habits, but I honestly think it's a really good book. My mentor is the one that referred it to me and I'm glad she did. Um, next week, I'm thinking I'm not going to do a next Wednesday call because I want to actually have a discussion. It's been three chapters and I feel that this is a very important um, topic, right? Forming and changing habits. And when you just rush through things that are very heavy, I don't feel that you do yourself the best service of actually making those changes work for you. And I want to hear from people who have read the book before and also people who have been tapping into the lives with me. So I want to do a live and I think I'm going to figure out a day where not a live. Sorry. I want to do a Zoom call where I'm going to invite the people that have been on or anybody else that has read the book and just have an open discussion to see how people are feeling about their journey. So I'm going to promote that one over the next few few days. I'm going to come up with a date and let's discuss how are we forming habits um, and what, are the ben what have been the benefits of the habits that we're forming? Are there any challenges? How can we, you know, just learn from each other 
And then for anybody that's read the book a while back, I'm going to have them speak on how the book has helped them over time because I've had a lot of people also say that they, thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. You know what? Many, many blessings. Thanks for your support. You have a great day as well. Yeah, so I want to definitely put out something where we can just meet and chat instead of continuing throughout the book. I think let, let's get chapter one, two, and three down pat. Make sure we're taking action. And then we'll go into chapter four. All right. So thank you guys for joining me once again. I appreciate the support. You guys have an awesome day, okay? And with everything you do, have faith, stay focused, and always follow through. Many blessings. All right, everyone. So that was another successful review on the Atomic Habits by James Clear. And that was chapter three. Now, let me know what you guys think about meeting up on a Zoom live to discuss how we've been doing um, over the last three weeks. What has been your journey looking like? Okay. If you're ready to join me, let me know. Send me a DM to my Instagram at resetwithnat, or you can email me at resetwithnat at gmail.com. Now remember, with everything you do, have faith, stay focused, and always follow through. Blessings.